Welcome to Ben Thoughts. Today we have with us we are really fortunate to have with us a great teacher, a great mentor, an expert trainer, a wonderful counselor who produces great results. A guru a guru to thousands of trainers worldwide. A master practitioner of NLP. Let me introduce before you uh Mr. George Carnegie. We call him George sir to the audience. George sir, welcome to this show. Well, thank you. Thank sir, you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Sir, you are a pioneer in the field of training, especially in Kerala. Could you please share your experiences when you started training? Okay, thank you for inviting me to this uh, program. I'm very happy to share with you some of my experiences as a beginner, as a pioneer of introducing HRD training programs in our place. I was initiated into training when I was doing my college studies. We had a two-week-long personality development programs, as we usually call it, by a professor from one of the universities in the U.S. And uh, he was with us for two full weeks. And the training programs and the classes that we attended did a lot of good to me personally and to all my companions and i kept this in my mind and later when my chance came i thought why not use those same uh, training materials to help the people uh, in various institutions in kerala in my own state so it was some 30 33 years ago <clears throat> So it was not easy to tell this concept to people because people wouldn't understand the need for such development and training programs. But people believed me, and uh, I started organizing. I still remember some of the, those first programs were public speaking training programs, and people attended in very good numbers, and uh, people uh, they started speaking confidently in front of groups. and later we started organizing leadership training programs for uh, business people for youth of different organizations and later slowly uh, some of uh, uh, the uh, managerial people they came to know that there were this training program they invited me to do training programs for their own companies their own staff members and slowly slowly this started spreading to different parts of uh, kerala and uh, uh there was a humble beginning in fact and i'm so happy that i was one of those pioneers to introduce the hrd training programs in kerala thank you sir it's a great revelation it's a great experience 33 years of experience in the field of training and uh, how do you rate the uh, the need for training um, in uh, different sectors and now the current need of training uh that's uh, something to be discussed a lot so when i started training as to the member there was no training at all no trainers and the organizations never thought of training their staff the workers were with them but slowly this trend of training the staff members picked up now i still remember those days one of the training programs that was much sought after in kerala was total quality management or tqm uh 
In fact, this was a very new concept in Kerala, total quality management. We never believed that uh, process needed what we call this total quality, and the products needed total quality. Uh, quality was something that was taken for granted. You buy something, you make it quality, you may not get quality. You buy a service, you make it quality service, you may not get quality service. And we thought it was our fate. Now, uh, maybe some 20, 25 years ago, this total quality management concept came to Kerala. I so. Now we know it is a, a household name with every company in our place now. And institutions like schools and colleges started picking up and uh, uh, teachers realized that they should not only just uh, give their students syllabus-based classroom learning, but their students need to be trained in interview phasing. And uh, corporate companies slowly realized to uh, catch up with the competition that's happening all around because of the globalization. If you remember, some 20, 25 years ago, we had this globalization. And to compete with the companies uh, worldwide, we uh, company uh, owners and the managerial level people realized their staff needed to be trained. So picked up and a lot of trainings slowly came into existence. Now we are in 2021. And you can imagine, uh, almost every institution now conducts training programs, mandatory. Uh, number of trainees, hundreds of excellent trainees, and the training facilities, plenty. There are institutions that, can, that are meant only for organizing and conducting training programs. And of course, with the advent of uh, technology, internet, now unimaginable changes have taken place. Now, of course, the online training, the latest trend. Uh, miraculous changes have happened in the field of training now. Okay, so thank you. Sir, I understand that you were really instrumental in bringing certain organizations which made great social changes in our state, especially Kudumasri. You were instrumental in bringing that change even in the initial stages, Kudumasri, Malchivad, etc. Could you please tell me something about uh, your experience in uh, training the Kudumasri people who are uh, now, um, or, um, uh, of course, are doing a lot of uh, great things in the society uh, among women. Could you please elaborate on that point? Okay, sure. I'm happy to speak about, especially our experiments and training experience with the Kudumbas Free and many other government departments. Uh, at the beginning, uh, training was not much of a thing done in with government departments because people in our place, we usually think government departments, they don't believe in training. They don't believe in quality products. They don't believe in quality service. But a particular IAS officer, it was TK uh, Joe's IAS, was in charge of Kudumbasri, the uh, head of Kudumbasri. He was a man with a lot of visions. He believed in training programs. So when uh, he started, he became the head of Kudumbasri. Uh, he gave us an invitation. He asked us, "How can you support us to make this?" new project to Kudumbasri, the Poverty Alleviation Project, with, with our training. And gladly we took it up. And if you remember, women, till that date, it was a trouble for women to go out. 
women were men to sit at home to uh, play the role behind the curtain behind the doors only and it was a revolutionary project and we together uh, at the request of Tiki uh, Joseph we started organizing a number of training programs to implement the kudumbasi projects in kerala the first thing that we did was to enable and equip the offices of kudumbasi especially with a lot of attitude and the skills changes we organized a training program which is known as man catching training program it was a five day residential program meant to bring about a, a total change a revolutionary change in the participants and it did one day all those officers who participated who went through this uh, training programs they changed into their attitude towards people towards government services towards productivity and uh, they in turn uh, took the kudumbasri to uh, such an extent that uh, it won many international awards and it became an icon for poverty alleviation in the whole world now now many countries have uh, taken up the same similar projects like kudumbasri and uh, uh, for many years for, for we we played a major role from the top official to the last or the least member of kudumbasri uh, in bringing about a total change that program was called man catching training program man catching means influence people for better changes okay sir thank you thank you sir and uh, you mentioned something about man catching uh, that is with the ta- with the tagline influencing people and i understand that uh, you had uh, that wonderful program for many years for um, uh, around uh, 25 30 years that five day residential training program around 150 episodes and that training program is uh, known as uh, the best one of the best training programs ever uh, uh, ever available in uh, the history of uh, training in india and uh, could you please elaborate on that uh, a little bit on uh, man catching and you are the person who brought uh, the interactive training sessions uh, to the yes. the training could you please elaborate on that okay happy to speak about it till then training programs are one way it's so something like a classroom somebody comes gives the lectures and the participants were uh, meant to sit down take down notes if they wished uh no questions asked and at the end of the the whatever maybe you call it training or class they go home without much result but i realized that training program should be much different from participatory it should be participatory and it should be need based it should be tailor made so the man catching training program was perhaps one of the first things was in maybe in our place highly need based highly interactive participatory training program uh we never gave importance to a lot of theories if we discussed any theory it was literally put into practice immediately the question was asked how can this be made into practice how can this serve me as an individual to become a better individual to help me to create a better society so a lot of tools were made for that lot of uh, um, we also made use of uh, uh, 
interactive systems like group dynamics techniques a lot. We used games, dramas, skits to make the training programs more effective. Also, we used meditation sessions a lot to impact the mind of the participants. Uh, in fact, you know, this man catching was a, a, a laboratory of experiment in making training programs highly participatory and interactive. And we succeeded a lot. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And uh, through man catching and uh, uh, the organization called Mind and uh, the trainers training program known as the Heart. Uh, we understand that you have created uh, more than 1,000 trainers worldwide uh, in the different parts of the world. And now I, th uh, I understand that you are focused in uh, neuro-linguistic programming. And uh, could you please tell me your involvement in uh, neuro-linguistic programming as a master practitioner? Uh, and uh, of course, uh, uh, what are the areas in which you, uh, you work, etc.? Okay, thank you again for asking me to elaborate on the NLP. So as I told you, I had started my HRD training programs. I had heard of NLP, but I didn't know what it exactly was. Some 22 years back again, a trainer from the US again, as he had come to Jamshedpur to conduct a, a, a training in NLP. And one of the participants was from Kerala. He invited this particular training to come to Kerala and he gave, asked me also to participate in this program. And it was how I was introduced to the world of NLP. When I underwent a three-day training, I realized, realized it, could be, it could do a lot, especially in the field of training. After attending the three-day program, I read a lot about NLP. I started applying the principles of NLP. NLP basically deals with the mind. NLP says, a person's mind is programmed after the child is born, after in a very special way. So, the mind of the child is programmed, and later on, what happens? It is this programmed mind which acts as the foundation for his own behavior. So, if my mind was programmed with a lot of negative, negative words, and negative scenes, and negative sides, negative experiences, and failures. Definitely, you cannot expect anything better from me as an adult. So NLP says, the mind of a person which is programmed can be reprogrammed. Negative programs can be deleted and instead, the same mind can be reprogrammed with positive thoughts, positive feelings, positive desires, with a lot of expectations and hopefulness. So, and this NLP can be applied in every field of one's life. Personal life, in relating with other people, in making decisions, in managing one's emotions, in the work area, doesn't matter what position you hold in the society. So the application of NLP is everywhere now. So now I use NLP every day in every training doesn't matter who the participants are, doesn't matter what the topic I deal with. NLP plays a big role today.
thank you sir thank thank you very much for the great insight and uh, one last question uh, it's all about uh, the covid-19 pandemic uh, we are facing the world is facing uh, the uh, the the disastrous covid-19 pandemic and uh, in those days uh, do you think that uh, the training uh, arena as well as the, the trainers and of course the nlp uh, what is the role that should be played uh, uh, that should be played by nlp nlp practitioners the trainers uh, for uh, for uh, for giving some kind of a relief uh, who are affected by this uh, worldwide pandemic okay sure now things have changed for the past one and a half years now we cannot proceed with what we had maybe one and a half years ago people are facing a lot of uncertainties hopelessness leading to depression now trainers should realize they need to change you cannot approach the people with the same technique which we used to apply before the pandemic the people facing a lot of uncertainties they want to know how their mind can be tuned again reprogrammed again how can their fears and anxieties can be pulled out and destroyed they are in search of i don't say shortcuts but some solid solutions to the problems they face every day is easy to say come on forget the things that are happening it's easy to say but the more you say to forget they are reminded more of the calamities that they have been facing and which may they may face in the future too so here the role of the facilitators is very very critical every word we use in our training sessions is very very important sure it has to be very very calculative now the methodologies that we use definitely they have already changed now everybody is using the online and uh, sitting in front in front of an online training program for a long time is very tedious therefore things have to change maybe very very short maybe 45 minutes to 1 hour training sessions very calibrated which can give uh tremendous confidence to the people and new ways of interacting with people because very often you cannot see the participants that's one of the the troubles that the trainers are facing now previously you could you could see the face that trainees face face to face you could read from the face what's happening but now you cannot see them and they can hear only your voice therefore the, it's a very tough time for the trainers designing training programs and organizing training so we need to change anyway i i believe nlp trainers they have a big role to play in soothing down the minds of people in reprogramming the minds of people we should tell it's our responsibility to tell everyone this too shall pass this too shall pass giving that confidence this too shall pass and with hopefulness we should await for a, a maybe a better society in every way after the covid thank you sir uh, this too shall pass and that is your observation 
and uh, yeah. as a master uh, practitioner and a leading uh, trainer a trainer of trainers a guru of uh, thousands of trainers worldwide uh, we wish you all the very best uh, in your uh, future endeavors and uh, um, it was a great pleasure uh, uh, talking to you all the time uh, uh, over, over this particular uh, time uh, in bentod and uh, we sincerely thank you sir for uh, the great opportunity for uh, sharing uh, or uh, the opportunity to receive your wisdom and uh, the uh, the uh, thoughts uh, through this platform thank you sir thank you very much thank you very much